all have goals. We all want to achieve those goals. We might have long-term goals, uh, as finishing university or building a house, or concise goals such as cooking dinner tonight. It's also a goal. We all have dreams. We all want to succeed in them. The good news is that success is embedded in us. Success is embedded, is built in every human being. In you, in me, in everyone. We are built, we have a built-in success, the potential to succeed in us. Every one of us can succeed and should succeed. And God created us to succeed. We were created to succeed. But if God created us for success, why do some of us feel like failures? Why some people feel like failures? Why do you feel like failing? Why can only a few people claim to be successful in life? What does success even mean? And how can we attain it? Genesis chapter 1 verse 28 says, God blessed them and God said to them, Be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth and subdue it. Rule the fish of the sea, the birds of the sky and every creature that crawls on the earth. Be fruitful. Be fruitful. The same blessings appeared in previous verses when God blessed the birds and the fish in Genesis chapter 1, 21 to 22. He said, so God created the large sea creatures and every living creature that moves and swarms in the water according to their kinds. He also created every winged bird according to its kind. And God saw that it was good, so God blessed them. Be fruitful, multiply, and fill the waters of the seas, and let the birds multiply on the earth. We can attest that being fruitful was not a command to birds or to fish. It was not a command. It was a benediction. It was a blessing. Because birds and fish cannot hear and do as an act of obedience to receive a command. So you can only give a command to someone who has, who has um, intelligence to understand what you are telling them. So birds and fish just receive the blessing from God to be fruitful. God designed all his creation to function in a productive way. So when we say fruitful, we mean productive, effective. Being fruitful can also mean being successful. So God blessed creation with the ability to be successful. It is embedded in every human being and every creature out there to be successful. When we are operating or functioning in the way we were designed to operate, we are being successful. So I'm not here to preach about money and fame. I'm here to preach 
to speak about success as God intended it to be. God blessed creation with the ability to succeed. That's why we can define success as the fulfillment of purpose. You are successful as you are fulfilling your purpose. If you fulfill your purpose. Miles Monroe said it better. He said it better. Life is designed for your success. God is more committed to your success than you are. Because your success is more important to God than to you. Your success is more important to your creator. Success is important to every manufacturer. Success is built into the product. Every manufacturer builds their product with the ability to succeed. God built you with the ability to succeed. Most of you are using iPhones. I brought one here. When you buy an iPhone, you will realize that it has, your iPhone has a symbol of Apple on it. When you open it, it's got an Apple. Apple is a company that builds iPhones. So every iPhone comes with an Apple on it. A symbol of where it came from. It was put there by who? The manufacturer. The person or the company that builds Apple put their uh, iPhone, put their logo there so that you know it came from them. They made sure before they put this logo here, everything was tested inside this phone. Everything was tested before they put their name on it. They made sure it's working for the purpose it was created for. They made sure everything was built for its success. And everything that it needed to be successful was put into it. Everything that required this phone to work properly was put inside. The company put your phone in a box. After that, they put it in a box. They put it in a box. They don't send it to you naked. They dress it. They dress it in a box. And in, inside that box, they added a booklet. It comes with a booklet. These days, they give us some papers inside. You see some booklets, some papers, and there are important information on those papers. It comes with a manual. A manual contains instructions or information about the product from the manufacturer. You don't write your own manual about your pro the product you buy. I don't buy a phone and then start to write down, this is how it works. No, no. It's not. They don't ask you how it works. They tell you how it works. They send a manual so that you can read it. And then it says, before operating this product, read me thoroughly. Do you? Do you really read all this information? But that's what they say. That's what they say. Before operating me, read me carefully and entirely. 
Not just one page. Read everything before you use me. <laughs> I wonder how many people read manuals entirely. Manuals. So without reading the manual, you won't know the manufacturer's mind. You won't know what the manufacturer intended this thing to do. You will have ideas about it. Some people have told you how it works. Some people, maybe you've used one before. But without reading, you won't really understand all the new features and everything the manufacturer has put in it. So you may use it under capacity or you may, use, you may abuse it. Because you did not read the manual. It describes the purpose of the product. It also contains promises and laws. The manual. It comes with promises and laws. In the manual, the manufacturer gives you promises about the fantastic stuff. The fantastic things that the product was built to do. If you put it this way, you'll take a video. And that way, you'll take a photo. And this way, you'll take a long shot. And this way, a close shot. And you will send a message. And you can send uh, uh, images. And you can send, you can send. It tells you all the wonderful things that an iPhone can do. You can change colors. Even if you still forgot to do your makeup, you can fix it with your iPhone. And when you look at it, you say, wow. This is what I was looking for all these years. Okay. Yeah, we call them filters. The manual says that. It's got filters. God have mercy. <laughs> the manufacturer tells you about the product capacity and if you don't follow those instructions, it won't work to its full capacity is total capacity he writes all things you should do and what you should not do it tells you everything everything about the product so we have promises and laws what to do and what not to do so in the man in the, in the box in the box the manufacturer adds something it's always there if you check every new product you buy, it comes with another paper. They add another paper in the box. They call it guarantee and warranty of the product. The warranty says, if you follow the book's instructions, we guarantee that this product is fully protected. And if you find any issue with the product, do not attempt to fix it yourself. If you find any issue with the product, only submit it to an authorized dealer. Do you, do, you, do you remember that? Oh, you tried to fix it yesterday. Do not attempt to fix it yourself. Doesn't matter how smart you are, they say take it to an authorized dealer. Because if you attempt to do it, you will lose your warranty. Do you know that? If you open it yourself, you have to take it to an authorized dealer. Why? Why authorized dealers? Because authorized dealers, they are the ones, they are certified. They are certified by the company. They are trusted by the company that they, they have the best interest of the company. And they know how to fix that thing. Not you, not me. Those certified dealers. 
Okay. The book says, if the product is faulty, put it back in the box. If the certified dealer doesn't succeed, we understand it, may, it might happen. Put it back in the box, send it back to us. We'll repair it at our own expenses. Oh, they're so nice, these people. Okay? If necessary, we'll replace it with a new one at our cost. Hmm. They care about you, isn't it? They say, we'll ship it back to you at our expense. They sound nice. They will do it if it doesn't work, and you didn't open it yourself. Send it back to them, and they will send you a new one. All that is in the box. All those, that information is written inside when you receive a new one. So why do manufacturers act nicely toward you while they don't know you? Why are they so protective of you and, and try to do nice stuff and make you happy? It's because they are not doing, doing it for you. They are not doing it for you. The warranty, the guarantee, the repair, and the replacement are not for your sake, my friend. They are for their name's sake. It's not for you. They are protecting their brand. Apple is protecting its brand when it tells you if you, it's faulty, send it back or replace it. All that, all that niceness, nicely, all the nicesse is for them. It's not for you. They are protecting their reputation. So because they know if the product does not succeed, then their reputation is in trouble. If you buy a phone, an iPhone, it doesn't work well, you are not to blame. They will be blamed for it. That's why they say sometimes, we release a new phone, but it, we know it's faulty. Everybody, bring your phones back. Whoever has bought it, bring them back. We'll give you new ones. Have you heard of that? Even cars company, they do that. They say, everyone who bought this model this year, this between this date and this date, bring them back. We'll give you new cars. They don't want your luxury. They are protecting their name. They're protecting their name. Hmm. God created you and gave you the Bible as the manual for your life. The Bible contains promises and laws. God said, before operating this product, read these instructions. That's what God said. Before you operate your life, read the instructions in the Bible. He created you and put a mark on you. His mark, his logo on you. And then he said, these are the instructions. Go and live the life I created you to live. And he puts his image on you. Do you want me to prove it? Okay. Genesis chapter 1 verse 27. So God created man in his own image. He created him in the image of God. The logo of God is on you. He created them male and female. 
Women have the mark of God. Men have the mark of God. You have the mark of, of God. I have the mark of God on me. So when we are talking about success, it's not that God is waiting for us to fail so that he can say, I told you. No. He's concerned about his reputation to the point where he can't let you fail. You carry his logo on you. He's committed to your success than you are. Because your success is more important to him, to his glory and his reputation. God knows if you fail, his reputation is in trouble. He knows that. Everything the manufacturer does is to protect their name. The product success is necessary to protect the manufacturer's reputation. Your success is essential to protect God's reputation. The worst thing that can happen to a manufacturer is when their product fails. That's the worst thing that a manufacturer can encounter when they see their product is not doing what it was intended to do. If Apple would receive a phone call saying, my iPhone is not making calls. I've tried, I've tried to call. It's not going through. Apple will say, please bring it as quick as you can. We need to fix that or give you a new one. We know our phones make phone calls. So God knows if he created you for something and you are not doing it, he's, he's concerned about that. He's concerned because he knows it is for his glory. So he, he, he's looking for you to perform the way he created you to. He wants you to succeed. God wants you to be successful. Don't think success is for those people. Success is for you. And for me, some people talk about it more or some people twist it. But success is for every human being. Don't deny it. Don't reject it. Don't say it. For, no, it's for you to be successful. In the Bible, God is always protective of his name. He guarantees us success. Why? Because he says, I will do this for my name's sake. He said to the people of Israel many times, for my name's sake, you sin." You go away, I will come to catch you and bring you back to me for my name's sake. Even when you don't listen to me, I will come back and restore you for what? My name's sake. He knew if the people of Israel fell, if his people fell, his name, his reputation will be in trouble. If you fell as a child of God, his reputation will be in trouble. So he's after you. He's, he wants to make sure, he wants to guarantee you succeed. The issue is that we measure success by how much affluence or influence we are making. Affluence is how much money we make. Influence is how many people listen to us. Or how many people are being affected by our businesses or, or, or whatever we do. That is what we call influence. So we check our bank account or we check our social media followers. We say, I'm successful. Today, we know someone with one million followers on social media, they are successful. Someone with a business that is bringing in 100,000 per day, th those people are successful. Who told you? True success is measured by how much you have done compared to what you were born to do. Not what other people are doing. Not what your friend is doing. Not what your twin brother or twin sister is doing. Not what your mother or your father. 
Success is measured compared to you, to yourself. Not everybody was created to make millions or lead nations. Everyone was created for a purpose. If you were created by a farmer, to be a farmer, if you're created to be a farmer, and you are trying to chase a political career, you are wasting your life. You are wasting your life. Some people were called to be stay-at-home mothers, and it's okay. Others were called to be teachers. Others were called to write books. You are not on earth by chance. You are here for something. You have a purpose. And your life is meaningful to your manufacturer. Don't care about the people around you. Look, iPhone should not care about what Samsung is doing. I am talking about iPhone. Not Apple. Not the company. The phone. The phone does not need to care about what a, phone, a Samsung phone is doing. You know why? Because it doesn't really matter. If it's doing what the manufacturer created it for, it's successful. Compared to the manufacturer intention, it's successful. True success is measured compared to yourself. What you were born to do and what you are doing. You can only be successful compared to you, to yourself. Am I making sense? So you, sh you will know if you are successful compared to what you were supposed to be doing that you are not doing or you are doing. That's where you will know you are successful or not. Not what other people are doing and you compare yourself to their businesses, you compare yourself. No. No one was created to do what another person is doing. We, 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 we Discourage ourselves when we do that. When we try to compare ourselves. So we can only be successful when you do what you were born to do. Okay, that sounds good. But the warranty says again, I go back to my Apple thing. The warranty says, if you follow the instructions in this book, we guarantee you that this product is fully protected. And if you find any issue with the product, do not attempt to fix it yourself. I, I know I am repeating this. Submit it only to an authorized dealer. The Bible is your instruction book. The authorized dealer is Jesus Christ. Alone. Alone. Only Jesus can fix you. Only Jesus can fix a life. Atheism. Agnosticism, humanism, relativism, and all other religions or beliefs cannot heal your heart. Jesus Christ is the only authorized dealer sent by God for humanity. And the issue is we go to self-proclaimed dealers to fix us. And when they fell, we blame God. No, it's not God's fault. God did not send them. And sometimes we try to fix ourselves. I'm not against self-help. Self I'm not against that. But when it comes to salvation, you can't save yourself. You can't save yourself. God is, people have tried for years. They've failed. Salvation comes from Jesus alone. 
unauthorized dealer. Do you know yourself, you are unauthorized dealer? Don't try to fix yourself. iPhone does not fix itself. Don't try to fix yourself. Jesus can fix you. He can. He says this in Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. Study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then you will prosper and succeed in all you do. We're talking about success, isn't it? Are you still with me? Study this book of instruction continually. We are, we are talking about instructions. This, this manual that God has given you. Meditate on it day and night. And then do all that it's written in it. And then you will succeed. There are a few things we need to consider here. Success is a combination of preparation and opportunity. Preparation and opportunity. Preparation is what you do. Opportunity is what God does. You can do everything to open doors for you. You don't. You can't. God opens doors. We step in. What we do is to prepare for those doors to open. For when the door will open. It's God who gives opportunities. Because he knows we can have the same talent, the same skills. But he will open different opportunities because your purposes are different. So he opens different opportunity to different, opportunities to different people because he wants to lead people where he wants them to go. That's why God led me here. I have my friends who have churches in Sydney, in America. God led me. Opportunities led me here. Because that's my purpose. If I compare myself to a pastor who is in, in New Zealand, I'm just destroying my soul. Opportunities come from God. If I don't appreciate my opportunities, I'm living somebody's life. <laughs> this is mine. I have to enjoy it fully. So you need to start learning to understand opportunities that God has opened before you. Where you are, the job you have, the family you have, the, 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 the wife you have. God brought you together. Somehow you found that husband because God connected you. Opportunities come from God. Keep complaining about your husband. Keep doing it. You know what you are doing? You are living somebody's life. Come back to your life and enjoy that husband. Come back to you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Every time we complain about the things God has given us, we brought to us, we complain about opportunities that should lead us to fulfilling our purpose. We should be able to open our eyes and see opportunities. Even when we don't understand it, even when it hurts, it's your opportunity. When you try to be someone else, you miss opportunities. And therefore, you miss fulfilling your purpose. All the mistakes I've made, all the pain I've gone through, they are my opportunities to get to where I am today. Your pain, your mistakes are your opportunities to get you where God is leading you in life. 
impress it? How do we prepare for opportunities? The glue that connects, the glue that connects preparation to opportunity is consistency. Consistency. That's why the Bible passage says, read this book, study this book continually. Why not just once? God wants consistency. Then it says, day and night meditate upon it. Stay with me. It doesn't say day and night read it. Read it continually, but meditate upon it day and night. You don't have to read it day and night. Everybody's consistency is different. I may read it every morning. Someone may read it every afternoon. You may read it every evening. Sometimes you may miss a day or two. But meditating upon it should be day and night. You should be consistent in meditating upon it. Even when you miss to read it, you should continue to meditate upon it. Why that? When you meditate upon it, you understand your purpose. When you meditate upon it, you understand why you are here. You understand why you were created. You align your desires to God's desires, to the manufacturer's desires. You align yourself. Then consistently you do what you were created to do. Consistently. Day and night you meditate. Day and night you apply. That's what it says. You apply. It says there in the scripture. And then success will come. When you meditate day and night and apply what you have meditated, success will come. Consistency is the key to success. You tried twice, it didn't work, you left. Try three months, it didn't work, you left. You're missing opportunities. Consistency, stay there, keep doing it, and keep doing it, and keep doing it, and keep doing it. Day and night, it says, the Bible says. Ecclesiastes 11, 6, six it says, In the morning sow your seed, and in the evening do not let your hand rest. What, do you, what are you doing? Consistently doing something. Because you don't know which will succeed, whether one or the other, or, or both, or if both of them will be equally good. Consistent in what you are doing will bring success. You don't know which one will succeed. Mean you don't know when the right opportunity will come. You don't know. Keep doing what you've been called to do. If it's business, be consistent. Do not compare yourself to anyone. Be consistent. If it's work, be consistent. Every morning you go there, every afternoon, do it consistently. Whatever you are doing, be consistent at it. And this is the issue with most people. Inconsistency. Inconsistency. You try today, you, 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 yeah, if, yeah, you stop, and then you try again, and then you stop, and then you try again. Ask every successful person you know, every successful person you know on earth, they will tell you they were consistent. They keep trying. They kept trying and kept trying, and it worked one day. Why? Opportunity met preparation. 
How consistent, my friend, are you in the things you are doing in your life? How consistent are you? There are people I know if I come to church, they will be there. I just know. And if they are not there, I know they are not there because they have informed us they are not going to be there. And there are people you can never rely on them because you never know when they will show up. And I'm saying that as a pastor. Very inconsistent. As a community, we can't rely on you. God will reward your consistency, not your result. Did you know that? God is not going to reward how many people you brought to Jesus. He will reward how consistent were you to invite. Not how many people responded to the invitation. Just keep moving. Be consistent in whatever you've been called to do. You are a product of a manufacturer who has put a, a, his, his logo on you, his image on you. You won't fail. He's concerned about your success more than you are. What is, is the area of your life where you need consistency? Have you been discouraged because of lack of immediate result? Have you been frustrated by comparison? God is committed to your success. He is committed to your success. Just be consistent. He's your creator. He cares about your success more than you do. Just be consistent. If you are doing what God called you to do, you are successful. Regardless of the result around you and what you think you should see, if you are consistent in what God has called you to do, to be a husband, to be a wife, to be a sister, to be a mother, to be a father, don't worry about the result. Whatever you are doing today, be consistent. That is success. That's what God will reward. And I pray that you will take the pressure off your shoulders. Try to be successful as defined by the world, as defined by the culture. Our success is defined by God, the manufacturer, not by culture.